This is Roderick Strong, and you're listening to WNF. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler We welcome you to episode 362 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, Divinus Podcast, on YouTube, Divinus Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow me. Oh, I'm sorry. At WNS Podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore A Bear. Find him on Mean Streets. Uh, mean Streets? No, I'm not on any Mean Streets. Orange. Orange? The color or the fruit? Both. Oh, okay. Both. Both. B O U F. Both. So, welcome to the show. We have. We've got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you uh, if you know this, Tyler, but WrestleMania happened this past week, Damn. and uh, a lot of other stuff happened as well. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, obviously, WrestleMania, NXT TakeOver, Raw, SmackDown, uh, plenty, lots of hot topics over the, uh, that happened over the course of the week. Um and we'll be taking uh, questions and comments throughout the show. As those of you who are watching us live on Facebook, uh, welcome. We certainly welcome. appreciate you checking us out. Uh, new mics this week, so yes. we're really excited about that. Hopefully the sound is coming through a lot better than it has been in, uh, in past weeks. So hopefully we're getting a little bit closer to what we originally were uh, as far as audio quality. Because I don't know about you guys, but... It was really annoying me. Yeah, so, but it was uh, bugging him. It was. It was. It was bugging me. We had to do what we could with what we had, yeah. and uh, I'm glad that we were at least able to get some uh, episodes out under our belt with that, so we right. know we always have a, a backup in in case. So, uh, so like I said, welcome to the show. We're gonna, just going to jump right into it. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Did you enjoy the week that was WrestleMania? Uh, yes, uh, I got a little bit behind, but I caught up, so. Very cool. Uh, did you get to catch, or was there anything that you missed that you wanted to see? No, I saw NXT, yeah. saw Mania, saw Raw, saw SmackDown. Very cool. Did you get to check out the, um. Oh, Hall of Fame. Hall I didn't Fame? get to watch Hall of Fame. No. I watched a little bit of it. I watched the end of it. I got to watch Mark Henry's speech. I watched, uh, Goldberg's speech. Uh, no, no Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah, Goldberg was Goldberg was, yeah. Yeah, um. But it was it was really well how done. Did, how did that play out with um, Paul Heyman inducting him? I, I mean, he just came out and was like, you know, here's reasons why I should be inducting him and, you know, put him over. It wasn't like a heartfelt speech like some have been in the past where they're like, oh, you know, we rode together and all this. And so, I mean, it was fine. It, I, I don't really know who else they could have gotten to, to do that. For uh, for Goldberg, but uh, it was Kevin fun. Nash. Sure, no, he he actually uh, uh, Goldberg actually kind of talked a little trash to to Kevin Nash during his speech because he was like, you know, I'm still still not really over my streak ending to you. Oh, uh, yeah. back back in the day. Um, but I did notice something while Goldberg was giving his speech because the show ended up going about five hours long. Uh, it was a very very long show, and. Um, you know there were there were some folks that uh, that lasted, you know, much longer than they probably should have. So 
whenever Goldberg finally did come out to to give his his speech, um, I noticed that the crowd in the front looked a little light, and I was like, maybe it's just in my head. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But sure enough, a photo came out, and a good chunk of the audience that was in the front section had left. Uh, it was because it was so late in, in the evening. I mean, it was eleven o'clock at night. Wow. Central time, so it was midnight on the eastern side. Um, so I was wondering, like, did the stars had to, did they have to go back to their hotel rooms or something? Was there like a curfew or was it a respect thing? I don't know. But the question, I guess, is, is leaving the Hall of Fame ceremony early disrespectful? You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say that it's disrespectful because you know the show's running long, but. You know, you're also leaving in the middle of someone giving a speech. So, I don't know. We'll have to uh, address that later Sorry. on. So, um, so yeah, um, the, the Hall of Fame speeches were, were really good. I, you know, I got a little emotional because it was really cool seeing uh, uh, Mark Henry up there uh, doing his speech and asking for uh, Owen Hart to one day be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, it was, uh, it was cool. I enjoyed it. So, um but that was, uh, I believe, Friday night, Saturday night, NXT TakeOver New Orleans. I mean, what can you say? This show from start to finish was amazing. The The card was stacked. We knew it was going to be a good show, um, but I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Uh, all of the matches were phenomenal. I don't have a single bad thing to say about it. Um, it was it was great. What did what did you think about NXT Takeover before we go match oh, man, by match? No, it's it was very like from start to begin. It was awesome all the way through. Um, there wasn't one match I was like eh with. So mm-hmm. even the one I was like the least eh about interested <laughs> interested in what did pretty good. Mm-hmm. So yeah yeah that's telling you something so we kick it we kick the show off with uh the ladder match the six person ladder match adam cole ec3 the debut of ec3 the debut of ricochet killian dane velveteen dream uh and lars sullivan and this this matchup i mean this is one of those that's (laughs) going to be a match of the year contender oh yeah those guys went out there and (laughs) killed themselves they damn near killed ec3 two or three times yeah Uh, velveteen dream got a cut i think on his eyelid because it was it was near the eye area, yeah. but it looked like it it was um, his eyelid. So there there's something I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, so I watched it with my wife. Yeah. And I don't know how we started doing this, but we started looking up people's age and stuff. So mm-hmm. see how you compare uh, in these days. Yeah. So they keep getting younger. I am. I was born July first, nineteen eighty eight. Lars Sullivan. <laughs> was born i think it was either july 5th or 6th 1988 so you are roughly the same age you were yes you were four days older than lars motherfucker he looks looks way older than me he looks ancient yes he (laughs) i don't know what it is but he looks uh much older than the bone structure or something i don't know he he eats a lot of meat genetics i don't know it could be i don't know but um I mean, you can't say enough good things about this matchup. It was great. It was match of the year contender. It was awesome. And uh, NXT actually released a video. It was like a webcam facing up of um, Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah. Did you get to see that? I saw the post, but I didn't get to watch it. It's so good. Because it's basically there on the commentator table looking at them, and he's like, 
freaking out. Yeah. So uh, it was it was really cool to see. I like I enjoyed that that camera angle and you know his commentating. You don't see what's happening because obviously it's focusing on him, but you see his reaction to it and it. You know he's so animated when he does it. Like he's oh, yeah. even standing up and raising his hands in the air. So uh, you know see, to see the passion that he has. Yeah. To add that into the NXT and into the match itself, and it just catapults it even higher. And the crowd was into it. I was into it. It was a great match. And there was times that I'm surprised some of those guys didn't get a little hurt. I mean, well, we know they got bruised and battered, but they, I mean, they should got hurt. No, they shouldn't have. But it looked <laughs> like they've gotten hurt worse than it looked like. Yeah, uh, they yeah. they I mean they went above and beyond as far as the action. Everyone got a chance to shine. Uh, Ricochet got to do some really cool spots. Uh, we got to see Killian face to face with Lars Sullivan, which is really cool. Velveteen Dream got a, a couple of spots to shine as well. Uh, they did a spot where Lars put two opponents through a ladder, and then Killian did the exact same thing. So it was sort of like a one up one upsmanship. What about EC three, baby? <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny as well. What? Uh, <laughs> Adam Cole having none of that. So, um, I mean, it was a great match. It was a great first match for the we, North American title. We knew that Adam Cole was, like, over. But did you realize he was that over? Yes. Man, yeah. that's awesome. To have the crowd respond that the way that they do, it's just, it's unreal. It, I'm, okay, I'm not taking away from anyone in that match. But, you know, just talking about, you know, Adam Cole, man, he, for a small guy, man, he has a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he, and he actually had to have double duty that night. Yeah. So, uh, he performed a little bit later on, but. Uh, uh, also, man, Ricochet, man, he fly, he flies through the air with the greatest of ease. And he does. He really seems like he does that. They're going with the uh, the one and only is what they're going to be calling him. The one and only Ricochet. That's still pretty cool that he's keeping Ricochet, though. Yeah. So. Um, oh, no, it's Trevor Mann. Yeah, so it was really cool to, to see all of these guys perform. And uh, it, was, it was an awesome first matchup. And like I said, it, it has possibilities to be a match of the year contender um which is crazy because nxt is just putting those out left and right um the show itself as a whole was great um but adam cole ends up becoming the inaugural very first north american champion uh for nxt and uh it was really cool to see and they even had a moment backstage where he was being tended to by the uh by the trainers and they were like Hey, can you get me out of this match, the the tag match? Because I really don't want to go back out there again. Like, nope. Yeah. So, uh, so Adam Cole won that one. That takes us into the next match, the NXT Women's Championship. Ember Moon going going up against Shayna Baszler. Uh, another strong match. Great storytelling. Um, both went out and put their heart into it, and uh, it was it was an, an enjoyable match. Uh, how do you feel about Shayna? I'm fine with her winning. I, I didn't have an issue with it. Um, I thought that she put on a good performance, and um, I, I feel like um, she can be a legit, you know, champion because she is an MMA artist, and uh, I feel like you know they're trying to add a little legitimacy to it. So mm -hmm. I thought that she did well. And I think it's also you know it's with her skills and also how you know she's. She's out there. Then you have Ronda Rousey. You know, mm -hmm. They can do something in the future. You know, when Shanna comes up to the main roster, you know, they can tag together. And yeah. 
so um so yeah i mean it was a good match good storytelling with the uh with the injury the moment that really solidified the match for me was uh when Shayna tried to pop her shoulder back in using the using yeah. the turnbuckle i was like that's amazing because you never see stuff like that. Yeah. Um, even in men's matches, I don't think I've ever seen something like that. So uh, for them to go into that storytelling, go into that depth of, of selling an injury, whether it be real or, or storylined, uh, I thought it was great, great job. And uh, I was totally fine with the outcome with Shayna uh, making Ember pass out. Yeah. So uh, Shayna Baszler, your new... NXT Women's Champion. So congratulations out to her. And that brought out Adam Cole again. <laughs> we got the uh, the Tag Team Championships up for grabs. Triple threat match. Authors of Pain. Roderick Strong. Pete Dunn going up against Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. What a match. <laughs> yeah, another Holy another great moly. match. Like, because Adam Cole got taken out early. Yeah. Which, and then Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Well-deserved rest, if you ask oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, man, and just... Look, okay, everyone played their part, but let's see. Uh, at, not Adam Cole. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. and Roderick Strong. Holy shit. <laughs> just wrecking shop. Even yeah. those guys are just, like, kind of thrown around authors of pain like nothing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was... Uh, you can't say enough good things about this this pay-per-view as a whole, but this matchup was really good as well. Uh, like I said, you know, Adam Cole getting some much-needed rest, Authors of Pain doing what they do best, getting to see Roderick Strong, Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly tear it down as well. Mm-hmm. Just another great matchup. Did not see the surprise heel turn. No. I thought that was great. Well, okay, I, I felt like it could have gone that way or, mm-hmm. like, just plain normal. Like, because didn't, like, uh, Roger Strong and Pete Dunne have, like, a little tiny feud or something? I think so. Yeah, I think Roderick challenged Pete for the UK championship at one time. And that was about it. Yeah. But this works out because Roderick hasn't been doing – I mean, he's been there. He was part of that uh, Cruiser Cruiserweight little um, tournament mm-hmm. and then – he did some stuff, so this, this is good. That brings him into like the main. Um, it incorporates it into NXT a little yes. bit, a little bit more, and he's part of the group. And then that that works out because Bobby Fish is injured. Yes, so they need a tag team partner if they want to keep on the undisputed era. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how long Bobby Fish is going to be out. I, that I don't know. I f- I forgot to to look up how long he's been out and how long he's expected to be so, out. So I mean, if. I don't know if they're doing Freebird stuff, Freebird rules. I mean, that's kind of what they did here. Yes, they did. So, like, okay, well, your partner's out, but we're going to put out Cole. Cole is the North American uh, champion. Mm -hmm. So, Roderick, you're going to be the tag team champions with Kyle O'Reilly. Until Bobby Fish comes back, then Roderick can become the new NXT champion. Yes, because I hope that they stay as a group. I don't want, you know, Bobby to come back and, like, oh, Roderick, you're gone. Mm -hmm. I don't don't think it's going to be that way. I think it'll be good with four guys in there. I think they'll just be good yeah and the uh like i said the heel turn didn't see it coming and it was so well done the fact that adam cole was shocked colorado was even more shocked you could say it was a shock to the system a little bit yeah clever i like it so uh yeah so adam cole and kyle o'reilly end up defeating authors pain roger strong pete dunn uh but strong ends up turning and joining the undisputed era mm-hmm. um i did i did chuckle at the fact that you know once the match concluded they all went to the top of the ramp kyle uh, bobby fish came out to celebrate as well and uh and adam adam cole was like i love you man and 
Roderick was like, oh, thanks. And then he kind of looked up to see how they were doing the, the movement. <laughs> how like, do you I do gotta, this again? I got to practice it. So, uh, so yeah, so it's a work in progress for Roderick. So really cool stuff. Uh, after that, we got to see the NXT Championship on the line. Andrade Cien Almas going up against Alistair Black. Was that weird not being the main event? Uh, I was kind of expecting uh, what happened to happen. I was not surprised that, that this was not the main event. Not not one bit because the the storytelling between Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa have been just absolutely stellar over the past few months or however long this feud has been happening. It's been great storytelling. Now with this match for the NXT Championship, holy shit! Yeah, Alistair out of the gate, <laughs> fucking kicking motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, CN did good too. They both did a great job. Yeah. Just hit. I mean, at first it was Alistair beating the hell out of CN, mm-hmm. but they both beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and uh, who, who, oh, I can never remember her name, but it was Vega. Um, she ended up getting involved. I think four, maybe five times. Selena Vega. Selena Vega. Yeah, uh, she ended up getting. Uh, involved in the match several times throughout the uh throughout the match uh but the last one ended up costing costing the championship as uh, alistair black went on to defeat andrade cn almas to become the new nxt champion much deserved really cool and he actually uh, put out a post on his instagram saying i don't care whether you support me getting the championship this early in my career or, or whatever it is um this is the greatest moment of my life i've battled anxiety i've battled depression and uh, for me to be on top of the world is nothing short of humbling so it was really cool to to see him uh succeed and become champion oh yeah dude no the dude's very talented and he's i mean this is just the beginning for mm-hmm. him i'm hoping once he gets on the main roster he can do some good stuff too absolutely um and that takes us into the final matchup, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. What is it with Tommaso's <sighs> head, man? He's, like, very veiny in his head. I, I don't know. You know, you have to ask him. And also, before he came out, he was red right here in the temple. Yeah. Like, right here. I'm like, what what happened? He got electroshock or something, maybe. I don't know. That's How does he was. shave his head? I mean, does he – if he's not – I know this is a weird thing I'm talking about. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I know this is adrenaline pumping and you're about to fight, but if you yes. don't do that, I guess his veins are not popping out. Because if you're going to shave your head, you might cut one of those veins. I don't know how that works. I, it's very weird. I, I couldn't know. tell Sorry. you. I just noticed when he was on down the ground, he was very veiny in the if head. Of, if any of our, our listeners out there shave your heads on the regular, how do you deal with veins yeah, on, veins, on the like, head? No, it was like some big-ass veins in his head. It was weird Bulging. to me. I, I, when he was on the ground, I could not stop <laughs> looking at the veins in his head. And that's what I wondered. Well, maybe that's like his heart pressure making mm. making it come out. So maybe whenever he's shaving his head, he's actually calm. So it's not coming out as much, you know? I don't feel like, like I spent way too much time on the veins on this head. You, I mean, head. you brought it up. Yeah, I know because so. I'm like thinking about <laughs> thinking about it. I know it's weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, but holy crap, the entrance alone for Tommaso Ciampa, no music, just yeah. coming out to booze. Mm-hmm. The the chants from the crowd, you know, you suck, f you, Ciampa, calling him an asshole, all of those things. I mean, this was. It was so well done, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. When Johnny Gargano's music hit, the crowd went absolutely nuts for it. Um, but, I mean, the the matchup told such a story. It was so brutal and 
hard hitting the 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 power bomb onto the concrete floor mm. the use of of the crutches with the stupid plant that was the worst plant ever um it's like oh hey you know i'm just sit standing ringside with my crutches for oh, some yeah, apparent yeah. reason then, uh the guards are gonna take me away or they're gonna, gonna take gonna me away but not get my crutches yeah so uh that was kind of weird um but god this match it was such excellent storytelling and this is this was my match of the night like people were saying that it's between this one and the and the ladder match um i'm going with this particular match johnny gargana versus tomaso champa I'm, I'm tied behind for both of them yeah uh i mean it was an excellent match excellent performance by both guys excellent storytelling the right person won with johnny gargano going out on top and you know, this like I said, the storytelling was great because uh, Gargano had a chance to to finally take out Tommaso Ciampa. He's sitting there and he's hesitant. And he's like, you know what? After all we've been through, you know, I'll give you one more chance. And then Tommaso tried to attack, and he's like, all right, no, you you done messed up, AA Ron. <laughs> so messed up, AA Ron. <laughs> so uh, Gargano ends up uh, getting the win, and he is uh, added back to the NXT roster so congratulations to him uh since we've finished nxt takeover which many people are going to be calling this is probably going to be the pay-per-view of the year yeah uh, you know two match of the year contenders easily um you know we'll go ahead and take a break uh, in the show uh, because we want to welcome those who are watching yes. on Facebook Live. Uh, we're going to be taking questions and comments. We'll respond to some of your comments uh, a little bit throughout the show. I want to say hello to Cheston. Thank you for checking it out. Old-time listener Seth Rickson. Yeah. What's going on? He says, I shaved my head, but I don't have ropey veins in my dome. Yeah, see, he thinks it's weird <laughs> too, man. I've, I don't see that shit. Even I guess when people are pumped up and they're like working out or they're doing some sort of exercise that may happen. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, if oh, you yeah. Have- Noah, Noah Perryman. Noah's watching as well. Should have been Gail Kim. Yeah, whatever. Noah's obsessed with Gail Kim. He may not be uh, watching anymore because we probably didn't mention him. We don't. We don't acknowledge him, so he doesn't watch the show. Is that how it is? Damn it. Whatever. Anyways, well, with that being said, let's go into the grandest stage of them all: WrestleMania 34, taking place this past Sunday. Um, God, seven hours is so much to dedicate. That was a long day. Long um, ass shit, and it, it, it like at the end. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna say nothing about the end. I mean, we can talk One about thing whatever I'm gonna you say want. Is like, I remember we're all hanging out. We're like, come on, let's get this shit over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the time that the main event happened, we're like, I was right, like, I got work in got, the morning. Come on, we got let's places do this to shit. be. Let's go. We got to go to bed. Uh, and I feel so bad for the for the fans overseas because I heard that like it didn't end until like five in the morning. Ooh, like, can you wait. imagine trying to watch that thing live? It's just ridiculous. I wonder what Ben did. Did he, like... He probably took the day off. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, sorry, boss, I'm not coming into work tomorrow. I gotta watch watch wrestling. I gotta watch some wrestling. That's right. So, WrestleMania, we had three kickoff matches of the 14 matches in all, I think it was. Um, We had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, it was kind of a toss-up. I missed that because I was a little late. Yeah, to the pot. That's fine. Uh, Matt Hardy ends up winning after he got some help from a returning Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Who would have seen that one coming? Many people probably. Um, Other than that, there was nothing really too memorable memorable about it, uh, except for Dolph Ziggler trying to skin the cat five times, which Doug was keeping track of that one. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that's five times he's doing I it. I show up, like, hey, can you guess how many times Dolph Ziggler <laughs> skinned the cat? I was like, seven. 
It was way too many times. Uh, we got to see the Cruiserweight Championship on the line. Uh, Cedric Alexander going up against Those Mustafa Ali. Those guys put Ali. it out there. They were doing their best. Yeah. Uh, the crowd wasn't really too far into it. I mean, they got into it a couple of times. They but both were doing hillish things. Yeah. Um, trying to get that title. Doing whatever it took to win. That's what they were doing. So uh, con- uh, congratulations go out to Cedric Alexander for getting the win and becoming the Cruiserweight Champion. So good stuff on that. The final kick up, uh, kickoff match was the Women's Battle Royal um, where we saw uh, Naomi win. Uh, originally it was teased that Bailey had done it after eliminating Sasha Banks. Um, but then hate you uh but then it turned out naomi had slipped through the ropes instead of gone over the ropes and so she uh managed to eliminate bailey to uh to get the win so uh congratulations go out to her uh the kickoff the kickoff match concluded and the first matchup on the on the main card for wrestlemania uh was the intercontinental championship match between the miz finn balor and seth rollins and a lot of people were saying that this was their match of the night um it was uh, an exciting. It was an exciting match. Oh, man, you gotta forgive me. I can't really remember too much from that match, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it was fast paced, and the guys went out and put on a good show. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm fine with them. I guess putting the title on Seth Rollins. Um, I would have preferred if Miz, Miz had had it, gone ahead and, you know, gotten that, yeah, history making level that he was trying to get to but they took it off of him and went with Seth Rollins instead so hey what can you do um I don't know anything else that you can really think of for this particular match no all right well that took us into the Smackdown Women's Championship the streak versus the title Oscar versus Charlotte um and a lot of people were praising this matchup, saying it was very well done. I'll agree with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the comments that I saw about this particular match is that they had wished it had gotten about five more minutes to tell the story. Uh, they said, other than that, a lot of people that I saw commenting. Yeah, how do you feel, too? Um, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. There's a lot of shit I need to go back and rewatch. Yeah. I'm, there's a few matches throughout this card. I'm going to tell you, hey, I got distracted. Because we were yep. talking and stuff. Because it was just a big party. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, it wasn't a memorable match. And we talked through most of it. And what was sad, it's sad because I was really looking forward to that match. Mm-hmm. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, eh, it's okay. I, I need to go back and watch it. I'm just saying. Yeah. But uh, but the shocking moment, Charlotte defeats Asuka to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. So the streak is over. Uh, Charlotte retains. And uh, Oscar at least said, you know, Charlotte was ready for Oscar. Congratulations! You, you called it, huh? You called it, yeah. So uh, she was ready for Oscar. She was. That's right. So, um, but this was, you know, this was a really interesting moment because, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, complain online. Oh, Oscar's streak, you know, is she, it needs to end because it's it's too predictable. You can't have her going out and win. Well, they threw you a curveball. Charlotte mm-hmm. got the win. Streak's over, and now we can all move on. Yeah. I feel like that was a lot of the issue with a few of the things in, uh, in this pay-per-view um, with them going, okay, well, you're going to complain about The Miz being the champion? Okay, we're going to give it to Seth Rollins. Oh, you want Oscar's streak broken? Boom, there you go. Uh, oh, you don't want you know, Randy Orton to be the United States champion. Guess what? We're giving it to someone not named Russo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it was, uh, it was an interesting, uh, pay-per-view to say the least. Um, but yeah, Charlotte got the win and, and broke the streak. So, Hey, 
you know, now we can all move on with our lives and uh, go on to the next thing. I don't know if you have this in Hot Topics or not, but there was the rumor uh, for next Mania. They want to set up uh, Charlotte versus Ronda. Okay. I'd be fine with that. Let's see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd heard there, there was a rumor of Asuka going up against Ronda, like they were going to allow her to win the championship, hold on to the title for a whole year until the next one. Where Unless they're still her. hung up on, like, the four horsemen type of thing. Yeah. You know, like, or four, you know, like, oh, uh, the four horsewomen of WWE versus, you know, like the MMA. Mm-hmm. Which they have, what, two of four in the WWE. Yeah. Shayna and uh, Ronda. Yeah. So, uh, who knows where, where it could lead. But uh, after that, we got to see the United States Championship on the line. Bobby Roode. Rusev. This, this was another one we were talking a lot and yeah. did not pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton all in, involved really in the matchup. Um, it was a... Uh, it was fine. Rusev to win. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were, were rooting behind Rusev, hoping that he would get the win. Unfortunately, it did not. Quite the surprise. We we all picked someone else. Uh, a lot of people picked Randy Orton. I went out on a limb and picked Rusev because, hey, you never know. They might throw you a curveball. They, they threw a different curveball and let Jinder Mahal get the championship. Mahal. Mahal. So uh, Jinder Mahal is now your United States champion. So It works out. Yeah. I mean... It, evil evil foreigner holding the united states championship and uh that's mm-hmm. that's where we're at now yes so um and you know that'll also lead into their biggest royal rumble ever that they're going to have in a couple of weeks and uh wherever it is i forget so um you know be something to look forward to i forgot uh after that we got to see triple h and stephanie mcmahon going up against kurt angle and ronda rousey her in-ring debut is at wrestlemania no Um, pressure right (laughs) okay so ronda did very well she did uh kurt uh it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be you were you were like worried mother oh i'm I'm like oh no be careful with them be careful (laughs) like oh no don't hurt kurt don't hurt yeah hey kurt what are you doing I don't know. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Should not be doing that. I love Kurt. Yeah. So uh, I, I got to say, Damn. I was I was very impressed with the work that, that Ronda put into this matchup. Uh, the storytelling was excellent. Uh, her facial expressions were on point. Like, she's got, she's got that part down. Like, she knows how to be that badass and intimidate yeah. her opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really impressed with with her in-ring work uh she didn't come out there like if if, she did one thing it was kind of weird how she flipped stephanie but other than that i think it was all right it's that one move that she does when she puts someone on her shoulder and kind of flips them back or something yeah i think that's like kind of weird she doesn't like i don't know how the person's supposed to land it's supposed to be like a swinging thing or or back i don't know but and landing on their side. But other than know. that, her in-ring work was on point because I mean, on and, point. If, and if you're gonna try and tell me otherwise, go back and watch like Eva Marie's match or you know someone else, like someone who can't wrestle, who oh, was like believe. brought into the business. Link and Eva Marie, into like it. if you're gonna say, oh, she can't wrestle, then I invite you to watch someone who actually can't wrestle, and then go and watch that match. Who can again. wrestle? Uh, who's who's better, uh, Eva Marie or Kelly Kelly? Anyways, <laughs> I was no. You gotta answer it. No, I do not. He so will answer it by the end of the Kurt show. Kurt Angle people. and Ronda Rousey ended up getting the if victory. If you want him to answer it, just comment in the comment we section will end and, the feed. and say, "Hey, we will end the Facebook Daniel, feed." Answer the damn question. If I have to, I will end this feed right now. 
Okay. Get so your, get your wife to, <laughs> to ask the question. No. Uh, so Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey end up getting the victory. Um, so congratulations to them. After that, we got to see the SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the this line. This is the one where I wasn't <laughs> paying attention, for sure. How many of the matches were you not paying attention? Several, apparently. Three, four, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not too bad. Um, you know, 60% of the time, it uh, works every time. We should go back and mention, because during throughout the pre-show mm-hmm. and throughout the first couple of matches, they were showing John Cena, who was there as a fan, drinking a beer with the fans. Well, like that much in a cup. Yes. Well, he had to perform that night, so yeah. he didn't like, well, hey, don't want to drink too uh, much. John drank like three cups. Yes. So, um, this was... Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Who's the better wrestler? My wife is on the Facebook feed yes. asking what cut cu- what question were we asking? Go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Seth Rickson has to do. Uh, it is. Yeah, there we go. Who's better, Kelly Kelly or Eva Eva Marie? People neither want people want to hear it. I, I neither. One. I don't one. like either. It's I don't want to see either of them perform in the ring. I don't want to. No, I'm done. No, <laughs> no. Okay, you heard everyone. No. They're both equal. Sure. His opinion. Sure. Sure. Neither of them put in the work. Neither of them were good in the ring. Uh oh, let's have a third one. Snooky. I'll Duarte. take Snooky. <laughs> oh. I'll take Snooky over Eva Marie oh. or Kelly Kelly. Damn. That tells you that was how just one match, and I don't even remember what she did. And it did. was more impressive. I gotta go back and watch it. She did the, the gymnastics in the ring. Mm. I will take that over Kelly Kelly and Eva Marie in the ring. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> okay. So, where were we? Oh, yeah. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Bludgeon yeah. Brothers become the new tag team champions. Which I called it. Absolutely destroying the New Day and the Usos. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought that they were going to give the Usos the chance to, to retain. I say the Bludgeon Brothers were really dominant. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's whatever. Um, so, yeah. Like I said, John Cena... Sipping beer, hanging out with the fans. They were showing him all night. That was like um, a tease, man. Only about that much. <laughs> and after the Charlotte Oscar match, a referee comes blazing down the ramp, hops over the barricade, and goes up to John Cena and says, "The Undertaker is here." No, I'm not kidding you. And you uh, like how he ran back to the the back? Oh, it's become meme worthy. <laughs> really? It's, it's everywhere. It's like <laughs> uh, one I saw on the way up here. It was like when when someone sees you. And it's him <laughs> running, so yeah, because you can't you can't see him. So um, I don't know, whatever. So the referee goes and tells John Cena that he is uh, uh, expecting the Undertaker to be there, so he goes to get ready for the match. Uh, so the Bludgeon Brothers go up against New Day and the Usos. They become tag team champions. I'm losing track here because we're getting we're getting lots of comments <laughs> about yeah. our lovely debate. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. I'm well enjoying it. Our man Seth Rickson. Do we want to take a pause in WrestleMania talk so we can d- discuss all the uh, the topics? That's, sure. Why that's not? Going on? Okay. Well, tell me. Read out what's going uh, on. Tell me what's happening Seth here. Seth Rickson says Daniel should answer that or answer when Mania will have the Great Cully Battle Royal. <laughs> Hopefully, never. <laughs> They're going to keep it to Andre the Giant, oh, man. as it should be. Great Collie to come back one time like he did to help Jinder Mahal. Look, tell you what. Since they're doing this this event, this 50-man Royal Rumble overseas, for all you care, go ahead. Call it the the Great Collie Royal Rumble. I wonder Rumble. if he's going to be in it. 
He might. Or he Who may knows? show up. They need 50 people, so they'll probably get him to do it. <laughs> Jericho's already been announced for it. Oh, really? Yeah. There have been a few other names, but uh, uh, I don't have the list on it. So, all right, yeah. what else do we have? What's What's going on? Uh, Greg says, okay, although she isn't awful, don't try and tell me she is on par with Asuka or another top-tier female. I'm guessing Ronda. Um, no, Ronda definitely still has some, some growing to do. But for, a, for her very first match to be at WrestleMania, all that kind of pressure, uh, I thought she did phenomenal. Yeah. I thought she did very well uh, for someone who had their very first match at WrestleMania. I thought she did a very great job. So, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Also, Seth says, would he rather watch <laughs> Kelly Kelly, Eva, or listen to Brie Bella's entrance theme on repeat? Oh, my God. Why oh. are y'all doing this to me? That's awful. I would wish that on no man. <laughs> i probably not doing it justice, but, you know, just over and That's over and so over. That's so terrible. I know it's a bad impression. No. I'm sorry. Yours is better. Oh, really? <laughs> I'd I'd rather listen to that than Brimo. No, Brie's actual. Believe it or not, I actually like listening to that song. (laughs) I'm not being sarcastic either. (laughs) Well, tell you what, you can take my place. You can listen to the theme. I'll turn on on WWE. No, no, and then we'll let that play over and over. There's no need for that. No need for that, sir. Yes, no. We don't need to do that. Okay, so Uh, I think that's all caught up at the moment. Let's see. Yep, that's about it. Okay, good deal. Thank you, everybody, for the uh, for the comments. And uh, thank you all for checking us out on <laughs> Facebook Live as we do Check our show. Uh, so for those of you who are not listening to us on Facebook Live, if you'd like to, we do have an option for you to do that. So we're doing the show live on Facebook now. Also, you don't yes. want to listen to us on iTunes yes. or check us out and on then, Stitcher. Uh, follow we'll us on Facebook, and you, we'll let you know when our live feed starts. Yes. Uh, so it's good For the stuff. week. Uh, we just got a couple comments. One from Dondi saying, "Let's not let's have Beth Phoenix not touch the mic again." Uh, so I'm guessing that's in correlation to the uh, the commentary that she did during the mix match. I'm gonna challenge. be honest with you. When I watched the first few episodes, and it's oh, it's it's a little rough. Yeah, it's a little rough. I don't know how a little she shaky. did by the end. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, you go on YouTube and you search Hurricane Pro Wrestling, and you'll find an episode where I did commentary. I did color commentary on it. Go and watch that, and then go and watch Beth Phoenix do commentary. Let me know who did better, and don't <laughs> don't kiss my ass about it either. Yeah. Don't don't be like, oh, well, I'm listening to oh, you. Oh no, and you we're watching great. AJ Styles. No, yes. <laughs> Sorry about that, AJ Rush. If you happen to listen to the show, uh, I accidentally called him AJ Styles. Um, let's see. Ryan says uh, WWE is go to Fox. Uh, that is a rumor that uh, WWE is looking to be. Uh, um, transitioning from the USA Network to Fox. Uh, while nothing has been officially announced yet, uh, Fox is the front runner. Uh, and if oh, that no, is... Disney is buying WWE. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, that was just an April Fool's uh, joke played by uh, Ben. Ben so, got him. Ben got quite a few people, actually. Got him. Uh, he actually ended up on the Nerdist website for the uh, the 10 best April Fool's pranks of 2018. So congratulations Impressive. to him on that. Yes, golf clap. So, yeah, uh, let's go back into WrestleMania. Uh, John Cena comes out. He's got his ring gear on. Lights go out. The crowd goes nuts. And we hear... Turns out it was Elias instead. And uh, they did not take 
kindly to that. No, not one bit. Motherfucker, you're not Undertaker. (laughs) He got that very good heel heat, that go away heat. And um, he's good at getting that. Yes. And um, John Cena silence your cell phones made made quick work of him. Mm -hmm. And uh, was like they played his music. Yeah, he was like, all right, go up the ramp. I guess that's it. Knew something was gonna happen because right before we got to the entrance, they stopped. He stopped. They stopped the music and they and he stopped. What they should have done is I I don't know if maybe they just got the timing wrong or not, but they should have done the lights first, then cut off the music, then have the gong. Because he stopped, and it was either he stopped and the music stopped, or the music stopped and then he stopped. I think it was the music stopped, then he stopped, then the lights went out. But it was it was too long in between. Um, like they could have had his music going, gong plays, music stops, he stops, shock face, lights go out. <laughs> shock face. Yes. Uh, the Undertaker returns. They had a nice little pyro Man. moment. Yeah. Lightning bolts. If you were there, I don't oh. know how you survived it. Okay, that another was scary. Thing. Just reminded me. So the, lightning striking inside the Superdome. That's what, scary. Yeah, that. What did you think of like the the three, not the three D, but the little uh, virtual reality thing they did for WrestleMania and the, all the the lasers too? I was much happier to see that as opposed to the words popping up on the screen. <laughs> I will uh, take that any day. Stand it. I'll take that any day. I thought that was much better than than. It the, doesn't the bother words me. Popping up. It just it just annoys me. It irritates me. But I thought it was pretty cool because we saw something that the crowd didn't. Yeah. Um, so, like, even those who go back later on and watch it, and they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like something extra special, you know, like the Oscar masks floating in the air. I thought it was cool how they did the Miz one and, you know, the must-see A-lister and all that. So uh, I had no issues with it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a nice touch. If they're going to do something above and beyond, I'm, I'm glad it was that because – it was it was tolerable. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, the the Undertaker's gear appeared in the ring, lightning bolts, explosion, lights go off again. How did it disappear? It, <gasps> yeah, it's gone, and the Undertaker arrives and uh, beats down John Cena in less than three minutes. Yep. Um, and there were a lot of people complaining about this. Uh, that dude, you've got John Cena. This has been a dream match for so long uh, that people wanted to see. And it was whatever. You I have, mean, I didn't. You had the Undertaker come out and beat John Cena in three minutes. Like, what's oh well, up with that? It, it works. I was fine with it. I'm fine I would. With it. I would have preferred the match not even take place. Yeah. But for what it was, the Undertaker came out and did a greatest hits. I mean, yeah. it was John Cena you don't got need him, like to John Cena got one move of offense, and that was to have the Undertaker do the sit up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like, "Oh no, I'm not looking forward to this." Just <laughs> because, hey, you remember Undertaker and Roman Reigns? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Um, but I mean, like I said, it was the greatest hits for Undertaker. He did all the all the good stuff: the Snake Eyes, the walking across the ring, ring oh. ropes, and uh, Noah. He may be watching us right now. He was super impressed. That was like that. the first time he'd ever seen yeah. that. I found that to be astounding. I'm like, no, are you still many, there? How many times have you watched WrestleMania or The Undertaker wrestle? Like, I'm pretty sure he's done it at WrestleMania a, a time or two. No, yeah, he's what? No, uh, yeah, he's probably forgot. He don't. I mean, watch wrestling all all the <laughs> yeah, time. That's true too. Uh, so yeah, The Undertaker did his greatest hits and defeated the John Cena in about three minutes. So hey, we'll see you next year maybe. Nope, you will see him at the greatest. That's right, Royal Rumble greatest Royal he Rumble. takes on Rusev. Yes, in a in a uh, casket match. Okay, this is going to be televised on the network. 
I think so. They're they're making it seem like it's going to be. Huh. So after that, we got to see the long-awaited return, in-ring return to one and only Daniel Bryan, yes. teaming up yes. with Shane McMahon Shane to go up against McMahon. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, how did you feel about this match? Because the the opening of it, I didn't really like that much. Um, it's probably gonna be a unpopular opinion. I really thought this match was all right. Yeah, uh, I think it was just the fact that you know they built up the return of Daniel Bryan. Mm. He's finally gonna wrestle, and then he spends the first ten minutes of the match laying on the on the side of the ring while we have to watch Shane McMahon hold his own against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. So I think that's where the the biggest issue came from uh, on that particular one. Um, But Shane McMahon did what he needed to do while still dealing with his hernia and the diverticulitis or however you say it. Um, Diverticulitis. Yeah, that that thing. Diverticulosis. and Daniel Bryan got the hot tag, came in, cleaned house, did hot business, and, uh, and it was all right. He yeah. did he did some greatest hits. Yeah, so um, I mean, it was probably just like a shaking off the ring rust kind of thing, and mm-hmm. getting over the nerves of being in the in the ring again. So he did all the same moves. I thought he was going to change it up, and he will. But that was just one one little thing. Yeah. So uh, he'll uh, we'll see more from him. In the uh, in the end, so uh, Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan get the win. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are fired from SmackDown. They did not uh, get to get their jobs back. But no, oh, yeah, it was a good, it was a feel good moment, and um, it's it's good to see him back. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see the Raw Women's Championship on the line. Nia Jax going up against Alexa Bliss. Uh, our boy, our uh, boy Ryan. Ryan. He's got to love this. Oh, man. Screaming, Nia. Screaming from the heavens. Nia Jax, baby! Yeah. So, uh, yeah. She was slamming um, She about Alexa. killed. Yeah. She about killed Mickey James. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, did did work on uh, on Alexa Bliss as she well. She did work. She did work. Yep. Didn't have Maybe. to call in Snooky. She did not. Snooky. She did not need to do that. So, uh... <laughs> stupid yep. uh so yeah nia Jax uh takes care of business gets the victory over alexa bliss and becomes the raw women's champion uh so congratulations has, to her um baron corbin uh outfit going on huh yes a little <laughs> bit um we won't go into details on that because nope. yeah for reasons yep after that we got to see aj styles going up against shinsuke nakamura for the uh, wwe championship um, like I said, I, you know, we kind of lost focus on this one. <laughs> yeah. I um, need to go back and I, um, it was good to see them go against each other, but I was in and out of this match. Not, not because it was boring or anything, but we, you know, I was talking to people. So, yeah. And it didn't really blow me away. You know, we were watching the matchup and I was, well, I you was, never know. Was, you gotta rewatch it. Maybe. Yeah. You maybe change your mind. Maybe. But, uh, I mean, it was. It was, it was what it was. The biggest part of the match was what happened after the match was over. Because uh, AJ Styles ended up getting the win. And then Shinsuke turns heel. Get the I'll tell you the what, man. Blow. I was like, okay, Asuka lost. Mm-hmm. So Shinsuke is going over. Yeah. That's how that's that's what I thought. Or Wrong. Shinsuke is going to win. You know, that's what I thought. Yeah. Nope. But it turned out for the best. You know, mm-hmm. it was this hill turn. And now we'll get a feud yeah. going. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was well done, and 
the sort of beat down that that he gave to AJ Styles afterwards was pretty good. Um, so yeah, it mm-hmm. was it was fine. The match was okay, and it did, I don't think it lived up to the expectations of the dream match that they had been building for for however long. But um, yeah, I mean AJ Styles got the win, so he gets to remain champion for a while. After that, we got to see Braun Strowman going up against the Bar, and first off. I did not like the bar's entrance with the Mardi Gras float. That just doesn't seem like their character. Uh, you know. Like, I know they did it for the spot for Braun to push it off the stage, but it just didn't really fit for me that well. Yeah, I thought it was a little weird, but whatever. Um, but before we get into that, since we're talking about the entrance, uh, did you have a favorite entrance of the night? Mine would have to be either Shinsuke which I would put him at number two, hmm. or Charlotte. I think Charlotte had the best entrance of the night. Cause I'm going to say Shinsuke. Yeah. The reason for Charlotte for me was it was a throwback to WrestleMania 30. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this, uh, Charlotte was one of the women in Triple H's entrance when he came out on the giant throne, and they helped remove his armor. And his, Is that the Shao Kahn mask? Yeah. Uh, it, was, okay. it was Charlotte. Sasha Banks and Nia, or not Nia, uh, Alexa Bliss. So it was a nice little throwback because she came in on a throne and she had three people to help her, you know, with her gear or whatever. Um, so I thought it was a nice little touch. The The original... Um, um, Rum Shakers. No. Uh, theme for the Space Odyssey playing and then it led into her version of it. I thought it was really good. Um so yeah, I think she uh it was it was her best entrance, uh like Dondi said, and um I I yeah, that was that was the entrance of the night for me. Who um I like the Shinsuke thing, I know a lot of Shinsuke's was really some cool. People were like, you know, I think the you know, that the guitar threw him off, but yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Uh it was it was good. Um but I'd probably put it at number two for, for the evening. Um, like I said, we got to see the bar going up against Braun Strowman, and we had all speculated. We all wondered who's going to be the mystery opponent, and it turns out to be someone he just picks out of the crowd. Turns I did out, not expect this. Now, I don't think very many people did. Did you find out who the kid was? Yes. Okay. Uh, it turned out to be a little boy by the name of Nicholas, and um, it's just a 10-year-old kid, uh, but he was originally a plant. He is the son of... One of the referees, Jack Doan, I think his name is. Whatever whatever his name is. Um, so it turned out to be the son of one of the referees. So, I mean, it's still a cool moment. I'm going to tell you, I, I did not... I didn't know how to feel about this. I mean, it was, yeah. it was a feel-good moment. But I thought it was weird because mm-hmm. I was in my head and I was like, Oh, no. It's going to be Dean Ambrose and I don't, don't want to be Dean Ambrose. <laughs> no, it didn't be... It wasn't... Dean Ambrose wasn't Rey Mysterio, wasn't Samoa Joe, wasn't Big Cass, wasn't Big Show, wasn't any of those folks. It was 10-year-old Nicholas. So at least the crowd understood that it was meant to be a fun thing and yeah. and they went along with it. Because when Nicholas tagged himself in, How the crowd cool went is that? nuts. Like, you know what I think would have been awesome? I don't know if they did this or not. Okay, since they were in New Orleans or whatever. And um, they... I wonder if they let the kid take the belt home for the night. 
I'm sure they did. Because, oh, well, your dad's a referee, so we trust you. Yeah. Holy shit. You know what I'll be doing? Taking tons of pictures. Guess what? For night, I am the WWE, um, like, half of the well, tag he got, team champions. He got his official pictures taken. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he's recognized as a tag team champion. That is cool. Like, yeah. It's it's not like me when I was a TNA World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion. Like part of uh, me, Like, part of me is wondering, is the referee going through a divorce and he's trying to be the cool dad oh, and he's like, like coolest you know what son if you come with me to wrestlemania i'm gonna make it special for you i've talked to vince vince you gotta you gotta do me this solid favor okay i know yeah. i know you want to bring in samoa joe i know you want to bring in someone else to be his partner let my son be his partner that'll be that'll make me the coolest uh, that's better than 10 christmases yeah so See, that's like that'll go in the books. It's not like me and Doug's like uh, TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Right? Yes, because his his reign is legit. Well, mine's legit. No. Too. Yes. No. Yes. So if I were to pull up a list, it's not gonna be on there because they forgot to put it on there. Okay. Like I said last week, I held the TNA World Champion title. Dixie gave it to me for like a few seconds, so I was the champion for a little bit. <laughs> and also Doug held it for a little bit, so he was a champion for a little bit. But yeah. it did not get marked down. In the books. Yeah. And so. my wife said it should have been a, a, a Make-A-Wish kid, which that would have made sense as well. That's what we thought. Yeah. Originally, we thought, hey, maybe it's maybe it's a Make-A-Wish kid, or, and maybe it still is. We don't know. We don't know the full details, um, but it, we do know that he is the son of one of the referees. So, you know, it is what it was. Um, I don't know. Just like... It was what it is. It was what it is. What it is. It was what it were. Um and that takes us into the main event of WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar going up against Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but apparently the ending was made on the fly at like midway through the match. Really? Yeah, like who was going over. Um, this was <sighs> boring. Um, the crowd wasn't into it. I wasn't really into it. It was so late in the evening. Everyone was ready for it to wrap up. I mean, you yeah. do you do like six F5s, eight Superman punches, three spears, whatever it was. It was just, that's all it was. It was signature moves. There was no fighting. The only thing that really no caught me was at the end whenever like Roman Reigns was like freaking gushing. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he, had the, he had the elbows thrown so that it. Holy crap. You can see it just like keep on like coming <laughs> yeah. out. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, and apparently uh, Brock Lesnar and. Um, Vince McMahon got into a huge argument backstage about the amount of blood. Like he was like, who, who said it was okay for you to do that? And like, I never approved that. And that was way too much blood for what we were, you know, if we had approved it, we would have never allowed that much. So, um, you know, maybe he just, I wonder if, um, but in the match, they're going to have to give, uh, Roman some blood. I no, know. I don't know how that. I don't know if it was enough for that to happen. No, because if you go back and look at the old the old matches, they would bleed about that much. You know, I mean, they would just be covered in blood. Um, but it, blood went to his eye. Yeah, but I'll tell you this: it did have a really nice purpose for it because that that moment where Roman Reigns looks at Brock Lesnar, he tries to make <laughs> his comeback. That was that was the best part of the match because that was him at. Hulking you know, up primal rage or Brother. whatever it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for it to get shot down and Brock Lesnar F5s him again to to win the championship, it was kind of a shock. None of us were expecting it because you know, you've built this up for three years. You've wasted three years telling this story. And Brock you know, Lesnar wins again. Is, okay. I cannot say what's going to happen. So 
Lesnar wins this match. Mm-hmm. And then he just, what if he drops it at that greatest rumble? That's what some people are speculating. Then this is what, that's what that's it's going to happen. That's weird if they do that. Because it's going to be a cage match. If they do that, that's weird. Yeah. That's going to be stupid. That's going to be a waste of time. Because it's like they you had the, done it at Mania you, then. Yeah, you had the opportunity at Mania. They actually listened to the crowd for once and said, hey, they're not buying into Roman Reigns. Go ahead and have Brock go over. So, I don't know. Uh, and Edgar, no, that was not fake blood. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a legit elbow strike, similar to how they did with Randy Orton at SummerSlam. Uh, it was legit wow. strike. He got busted open the hard way. He had the whelps the next night on on uh, the Raw afterwards. And uh, <laughs> it was, I don't know. what's. Would you take a shot like that from Brock Lesnar? How much are we talking? Like money-wise. Two hundred dollars. Fuck no. Three hundred. No. Five. No. A thousand. More than a thousand. Twenty five hundred. No. Just for just for a gash right there on the on the forehead. Hey, we we'll, we got a medical staff waiting backstage. Five or six thousand. Five thousand. All right. I'm sure they'd be willing to pay for that. That's probably stupid, <laughs> but hey, that's the lowest I guess. That's the lowest you'd go to have Brock Lesnar what was it? bust you open the hard way. <laughs> Five or six hundred. Not hundred thousand, sorry. <laughs> Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. No, you 000. said nine hundred. Fudge. <laughs> no, I said nine thousand. I said nine thousand. Was it two hundred? I didn't say two hundred. <laughs> and if we're being honest with myself. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so three years of storytelling, this whole Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns feud just down the drain. Just yeah, didn't work out. We finally I mean, I don't even know if Roman. Okay, so that thing's in two weeks, right? Yeah. So is Brock gonna be in on the Rawls like before that, or is this gonna be probably not? Joe just like messing with him the whole time. It'll probably be that one. Probably be the ladder. Mm, it's gonna be a ladder. No, it's gonna be a cage. And a chair. Oh my. So, so all in all, what did you think of uh, of WrestleMania as we wrap up our WrestleMania talk? Pretty good. Yeah? Not too bad? Not too shabby. It was just so long. So much. So it much. Was, it's it's a lot to ask for fans to watch it for five hours what with if, a two-hour like, pre-show. What the point where it's like, hey, guess what? Uh, WrestleMania is 10 hours. I mean, if they had done WrestleMania and then said, all right, now stick around for NXT TakeOver, yeah, I'd have done that. But because TakeOver was before it and set the bar so high... Ah, that was, it's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask. So, um, so that pretty much does it for we our the bar. WrestleMania review. So let us know in the comments what you thought of WrestleMania. Did you enjoy it? What was your favorite match? What was your favorite entrance? All that good stuff. And uh, we'll read some of your comments in just a little bit. So, now that that's out of the way, let's go into Raw. The Of course, the Raw after WrestleMania is one of the most watched shows and one of the biggest shows because that's when you have the call-ups, the returns, all the good stuff. All we, that good shit. Yes. We kick things off with uh, Stephanie McMahon coming out, uh, cutting a promo, her arm in a in a sling, going, I can't believe you, know, you, you fans chanting, you deserve it, or uh, that heartless and... And that you, know, you want to see me in pain or whatever it is, however she was trying to word it. Uh, Ronda Rousey came out and uh, didn't even say a word. Uh, Stephanie tried to congratulate her on the win, try and be hug the, it out, be the bigger person and hug it out. And Steph, uh, uh, Ronda looked at her, eyes changed, 
attitude changed, immediately threw her down, went Whenever back into the Whenever she goes into bar. that that serious, like, I'm going to, you know, crush you type of thing. Like, yeah. everyone I will break you. I will break you. People go nuts. Yeah. And what's crazy is, like, she's so, she's so good at it. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's instinctual i guess from being in mma and having a fight and you you know you have to stare at your opponent so sometimes you want to try and get in their head psychologically a little bit um can you imagine being married to her nope and pissing her off one day <laughs> i don't want her to hurt me yeah um uh here's a question from seth rickson in regards to uh, wrestlemania since mania was so long would you guys be willing to cut the dane o'brien comeback match no no i'd say no too as well so uh so yeah thank you for that uh seth edgar saying long for sure they just want to put everyone on the card maybe the show is too big now not a crazy noticeable notable match uh but being in person at 32 it was kind of kind of fun lots of water bathroom breaks and food and that was one thing that we did as well uh we had plenty of food we had bathroom breaks we you know we didn't exactly like make sure to come out and watch the match uh when when we needed to so we uh we took breaks when needed and we certainly certainly needed them during yeah. that 7 hour day uh plus the time to prep the food and get everything ready at the house and and all that so it was a long day yeah um so we got to see Nia Jax come out uh she was going to be taking on Alexa Bliss and Mickey James and uh she said hey I've got a I've got an uh, I've got an a partner in this matchup. <laughs> Sound like you're gonna say, "I got an apartment." I've got an apartment, which that's where we are. Um, and it was uh, Ember Moon, so we got to see the debut of Ember Moon. She got the big call up. Um, big congratulations to her. We, I think, we got to see her at uh, Booker T's Reality of Wrestling once. So she was wrestling as Athena. So if you want to go back and look at her older stuff, go and check that out on YouTube. So, um, uh, so Nia Jax and Ember Moon got the win. Nothing really to take away from the match. It was just a cool little call-up moment. So uh, congratulations to Ember Moon for getting the call-up to the main roster. Uh, after that, we got to see a backstage segment with Braun Strowman and Nicholas. Uh, yeah. And every time I hear that name, it reminds me of um, the Nick Swartzen stand-up where he's talking about his grandmother being impressed that he's so strong because she's <laughs> she's old and he's not. And so she's like, Nicholas, you're so strong. He's like, why don't you sit down on this chair? And, oh, Nicholas, you should fight crime, you know. So uh, that's every time I – once they said his name was Nicholas, I was like, Nicholas, you're so strong. You're a tag team champion. So uh, – I don't know. I just the titles. I felt like I needed to tell that story. So yeah, they relinquished the uh, the tag team championship, fighting a uh, scheduling conflict because apparently uh, Nicholas is in the fourth grade and he can't compete on a week to week basis. Yeah. So maybe in eight but years, when after he's done with school, in they're eight coming years back for those titles, he, they're coming back for the titles, and someone's gonna get these hands. His hands. Those hands. Not my hands. Get his hands. Yes. And so. Um, after that, we got to see uh, the de- <laughs> yeah, Coco. Yeah, I see that. Uh, we got to see the debut of No Way Jose going up against someone, uh, just a nobody. And I don't know. What do you think about the whole No Way Jose segment? Um, very quick. Yeah. Um, 
hopefully he has success. I don't know how far his little gimmick or little thing will go on the main roster. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's going to have too much success because uh, my wife immediately turned to me and goes, haven't they done this before? Immediately Adam thinking Rose. back to Adam Rose. And they even had someone in a bunny suit or bunny mask or whatever right right up front. So it's like, wow, they really are doing this all over again. So I don't know. I don't know how well that's going to go down. Um, I mean, I hope that he's successful. I hope he has more success than Adam Rose did. But no way, Jose, not looking too good right off the bat. Um, I mean, it didn't look bad, like, this mm-hmm. little match. It was quick, but the yeah. little squash thing that he did didn't look bad. Yeah. So, um, after that, we got to see the Revival going up against uh, Gallows and Anderson. This was uh, in hopes of advancing in the championship tournament for the uh, now-relinquished tag team t- uh, titles. So, um, what do you think about this match? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to make sure to time all my questions to you while you're eating your cookie. Eat my cookie. Yes. Um, Eat that cookie. Man, I don't know what happened. I don't really remember too much from this one. I mean, it wasn't really all that memorable. Uh, it's just something to get the ball rolling so we get to see the revival going up against an opponent to be named later on in the uh, in the evening. So uh, we got to see the revival defeat Gallows and Anderson and advance in the championship tournament. Uh, after that, we, call, we had uh, Seth Rollins. Um, he came out, cut a promo. The crowd was chanting, you deserve it, burn it down, all that good stuff. Finn Balor came out, interrupted him. The Miz and the Miztourage came out. And then we got to see the return of Jeff Hardy. So uh, and I, know you had Harvey. Some, I know you had some questions on this as far as uh, what they're going to do because we did see Brother Nero. Back. Oh, hey, your the, broken condition has, you know. Well, that could be in, in regards to his shoulder because he was out with a shoulder injury. So it's like, oh, you were broken. Now you're fixed. And that, you know, so could, how I guess they could just be a like leave it alone. I don't know. You know they they won't do that because he had the contacts in. Oh well, yeah, the broken. You know the woken. Yes, brother. Nero but this was also uh, they even had a backstage segment like on WWE.com or whatever it was, and and he says, well, you might see him pop up every once in a while. So they're I guess they're going to do it as a as needed uh, situation. Mm. So. I hope they can succeed with the whole... I don't know where they're going, but mm-hmm. with the Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt stuff, yeah, I hope it succeeds. Yep. Um, so that that all led into a uh, six-person tag match to be happening later on in the evening. Playa. We got to see Mandy Rose going up against Sasha Banks. Uh, Bailey was uh, on the outskirts of the uh, of the ring. Nothing really too memorable about the match. Mandy Rose got the victory, but after the match, Paige got in the ring and uh, announced that she, unfortunately, due to injury, has to retire. Man, that was sad. That was, and you could see the emotion uh, in her face, and um, you know she was very appreciative of the crowd. So uh, for her to be 25 years old and having to retire, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, you do you do what you love for so long, she and said, you know, she you know, people say, "Hey, you can't do that anymore." Sorry. Daniel Bryan talked to her. Edge talked to her. Yeah, it's a hard thing, you know. I mean, you put so many years of work into something that you you're passionate about, and then one day they say, "Sorry, you can't be doing that anymore." Yeah, it sucks. So, what can you do? You just got to move on. Fortunately for her, something. Uh, um, occurred the next night. Uh, we can jump ahead a little bit on that one. Uh, she got 
to be the uh, general manager of SmackDown. Sorry. Now you hiccup, got the hiccups. Hiccup into the mic. Yes. So uh, so she's going to be, she'll be at least uh, taken care of in that aspect. So uh, so congratulations to her. Um, we got to see Elias come out, cut a promo, do, do some singing or try to. And uh, he was interrupted by a returning Bobby Lashley, someone we haven't seen in over a decade in WWE. Oh, okay. I was supposed to say in WWE. Um, yes. I'm going to be honest with Where you. Where's that guy been? Even when he was in TNA, I watched a little bit of him, but I didn't watch enough to get a feel of if he has a new style or not. I know he did MMA stuff, but in um, WWE back in the day, what, 11 years ago, mm-hmm. I did not like him. Yeah, but he was also very, very young in the game. Uh, he didn't have a whole lot of experience. Like, he kind of got the the pass on the developmental kind of stuff. They kind of just, like, brought him in because he was a big, big dude, guy. Yeah, he was so a big guy that Vince had a, had a thing for. And We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'll um, give him another shot. Yep. So, uh, so welcome back, Bobby Lashley. Oh, I know in the future, I mean, they're going to try to do Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to. Oh, hey, guess what? You know, Bobby Lashley did MMA, or he does MMA stuff. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar does MMA stuff. So. Yep. Uh, after that, we got a backstage segment with Kurt Angle. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn show up. <laughs> and they're like, hey, got room for us? And he's like, are you serious? You you guys just got fired for attacking your bosses? Yeah, yeah. And you're going to ask me for a job? He's like, well, no, I don't have any room in the tag division. Uh, but I hear TNA is hiring. <laughs> that was great. Hey, crowd, what? crowd went nuts for that one. Oh. Um, but he did say, "We'll tell you what. I'll put you guys in a match, one on one match, and the winner of that one can uh, can get a contract for for Monday Night Raw." Uh, so that happened a little bit later on. Um, but we'll talk about that in just a minute, moment, minute. moment, minutes, whatever. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino came out, and they were talking about how they were the first ever SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and they wanted uh, wanted an opponent, and uh, put out an open challenge, which was answered by the Authors of Pain. So they're finally getting their big call up. I was kind of expecting it to be um, when they lost the tag team titles the last go around, um, but uh, they showed up. And got a big pop from the crowd and demolished Slater and Rhino. And uh, the big story behind that is that uh, Paul Eldering was left behind. They kind of stopped him. It was like, nope, you cannot come with us anymore. Uh, we are done. And they even had a backstage moment uh, on WWE.com where he was like, guys, what are you doing? I'm, I made the plans. I got you the success that you did. And he said, your time's over, old man. Like, we're, oh, so we're done. Talked. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I there, there's a lot of speculation as to why that they they're going this route. It's like, oh, why would you break up such a great team, and why would you do do something like that? Um, but some people commented that I saw it was like Paul Ellering's like in his seventies, I think he's like a seventy year old man. So he doesn't want to be on the road oh, yeah. three hundred days a year. He doesn't want to be going to do all those shows. Like NXT is fine. You show up once a month. You do four four shows uh, at a time, and you know, then you're done, and you, you might go to a show here, you might go to a show there. Fair enough. Go to the takeover. So this was, and so this is their way of getting away from that. He doesn't have to do the the heavy schedule, and they can easily build it into character of saying, "Look, we needed you to get us here. Now that we're here, we don't need you anymore." So, you know, it, thanks thanks for the time that you put in, but we're we got it from here. So. Authors of Pain, now on uh, Monday Night Raw. Man, 
I think they're going to be successful because they're big dudes and stuff. I hope so. But, you know... They've grown a lot in the past couple of years. But also, you know, people wanted... I know they're not the same size, but they went through Revival to be successful, and they're not being as successful. Yeah. They had some setbacks, both sure. of them. But, I mean, they get to a point where, even on both rosters, they'll have to mean tag teams. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have to see how they're utilized, if they're utilized. Hopefully, they can come in and, um, you know... It would be fun to see Bludgeon Brothers standing across the ring from AOP. I think. I think that would be a good pairing one day. Uh, we got to see Roman Reigns come out and get booed out of the arena by the crowd and saying, look, I don't know what's going on because um, Brock Lesnar signed a new contract and he's st- he's here to stay. I thought he was out the door uh, and he was given uh, – Roman Reigns was given uh, a title opportunity against Brock at the greatest – Grandest Royal Rumble of them all, however they're whatever they're wording it. Greatest Royal Rumble ever. Yeah, and so uh, it's going to be a cage match, which we kind of already talked about. Um, and so we got to see the return of Samoa Joe. What do you think about this? Um, it's good to see him. Uh, they said he's going to uh find he's that backlash. Be a backlash. Yeah. So I wonder if um, so he's good to go to wrestle like around now. Or they want to still just wait yeah he's to ready hold him to go off. okay they're just gonna hold him off and I'm, I'm, what was his injury this past time oh I forget because he kind of got hurt back to back huh it was he got hurt but in that process they discovered something else oh, okay. and I think I think that's what it was I can't recall but if anyone out there listening on Facebook Live happens to remember feel free to chime in and let us know uh, we got to see. Matt Hardy team up with Bray Wyatt to go up against Titus Worldwide. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt got the win, and so they will be facing the Revival next week. And the winner of that match will go on to face the bar at the uh, greatest Royal Rumble event. I want Bray and Matt to fight the bar. I would probably put money on that's what they're going to end up doing. And they might as well just put, if they want the story... uh, Wyatt and Bray to do Wyatt, uh, Matt Hardy and Bray to do some stuff. Put the titles on them mm-hmm. for a little bit. That's probably what we're gonna see, if I had to guess. Um, then we got to see Kevin Owens going up against Sami Zayn, your traditional Kevin and Sami match. You know, hard hitting and good action. But the match ends in a uh, draw after neither man was able to make the ten count, and JoJo got on the microphone and said, "Since neither man won, neither man is hired to Raw." So, so where they go from there? Like, I don't know. Because next week is the superstar shakeup. Yeah, uh, I would expect somehow they get hired on one of the shows, and then the other one gets hired on the other show. Yeah, either one on the other, or uh, for some reason they convince Paige to hire them back, and then they get like traded to Raw. That's kind of what I'm expecting. But who knows? We'll see. Um, main event time: Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. And uh, Jeff Hardy going up against the Miz and Mistarage. Typical six-man match. Was what it was. Good guys win. Bad guys lose. All right. Do all your moves to one of the bad or two of the bad guys at the end. Yeah. And then celebrate after Raw goes off the air. with Obsolete. Uh, Delete. With, uh, you got to celebrate with beach balls. Did you see that? That video? Uh, no. Oh. Well, he asked. He was like, hey, anyone who uh, has a beach ball, let's, let's have a beach ball party. So, um, yeah. 
So going on over to SmackDown, like I said, Shane introduced Paige as the new uh, SmackDown general manager. He said, uh, we have accepted Daniel Bryan's res- resignation. It was a feel-good moment. And yeah. sh- if you watched, you watched Paige, you also watched Shane McMahon. You should have seen a smile on his face, too. Oh, yeah. He was very happy. And I love the story that she said. She was like, you know, I was so sad, and I, I thought this was it for me. As soon as I walked through the curtain, the first person who was there was Shane McMahon. And he said, I want you to come and be on SmackDown. Because there's rumors, and people were like, what if Hulk Hogan was the... Yeah, there were a lot of rumors of who was going to be replacing Daniel Bryan. It turns out this time it's going to be Paige. That's good. I'd rather Paige than Hulk Hogan, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's just my um, opinion, though. Yeah. So we got to see the Usos going up against the New Day uh, to battle to become the number one contenders to go up against the Bludgeon Brothers. The Usos ended up getting the victory. That's another thing. The Stupers. 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 Superstars. 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 Shake up. I hope. They don't break up the new day. Yeah. They sell a lot of merch. Yes, they do. So keep the new day together. Keep the Usos together. Keep the Bludgeon Brothers together. I want to see a lot of the tag teams stay together. <laughs> you know, it's like they've worked so hard for so long. Mm-hmm. Like just keep them as is. Uh, I know it's inevitable. They'll probably change some of it, but I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, we got to see Naomi going up against Natalia. This was a fine match. Naomi got the win. Nothing really too special that stuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see a backstage segment with Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, and uh, he he tried to apologize. Oh, I feel so bad about what I did. And uh, Renee Young was like, dude, you don't seem too apologetic. And he said, sorry, no speak English, and walked away. <laughs> like, great heel moment. It's like, oh, I suddenly don't speak the language anymore, yep. so uh, I can't talk to you about that. So, but, um, <laughs> whenever Paige was talking uh, at the beginning of the show, she says, well, she made a match. You want Daniel Bryan to wrestle mm-hmm. and stuff? And, uh, well, she took a long pause. That yeah. took a little longer than was probably yeah. needed. People were like, Rusev Day. Yeah. Like, what? What? AJ Styles, yeah, AJ Styles. Yeah, so. she kind of she waited for them to chant it. I would have preferred her just to cut them off at reset day and be like, "Oh, I got one better for you." Yeah, AJ Styles. That's what should have happened. Um, but you know, it was what it was. It was fine though. Um, it is what it was. <laughs> so Charlotte came out. She cut a promo and she was interrupted by iconic Billy Kay and Peyton Royce finally getting their the call up. Yeah, they were supposed to be the iconic duo. Oh, well, whatever. The Iconics. Yeah, it's my favorite band. Yeah? Yes. It is? Iconics. Oh. Rhythmics. Iconics. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm learning something new about you. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was like Depeche Mode. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's your favorite band? Yeah. Not the Iconics? Depeche Mode. So you lied. Oh, sorry. We'll I get have, confused. We'll have an honest A-Bear. No, I'm honest. I just get confused with things I say. He's lying. Nope. <laughs> Liar. Uh, so Charlotte <laughs> came out, cut a promo. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce beat down Charlotte. Carmella at long last. Dude, that seemed weird. Like when there, she was talking to the referee, and the referee was taking his time. Like what? What? Yeah, there, there is a lot of talk going on about that. It's like, why did he take so long? But you have to think back of all the previous times that she tried to cash in. She was like, cash it in, cash it in, cash it in. No, wait, I never cashed in. Don't cash in. Gotcha. I gotcha. So, uh, you know, he could be like, are you sure you want to do this? Yes, ring the bell. I mean, are you really sure you want to do this? It's, I got gotcha, you. It's yeah. kind of like, uh, uh, 
and this is a throwback, playing Guitar Hero 2 when you want to play Freebird for the first time. It says, are you sure? Yes. Are you really sure? Yes. Are you positive you want to play this? Ah, yes. Like, that's it funny. asks you like five or six times, do you really want to be playing this song? So um, so then you finally say yes. She cashes in. Charlotte become, or Carmella becomes the new SmackDown Women's Charlotte Champion. Charlotte becomes the new champion. Oh, my God. Swerve. So, uh, so congratulations to her. She cut a promo backstage, and you know I did it all by myself. No, nope. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. No, nope. no, nope. she did it all by herself. No thanks to James Ellsworth for helping her get the cat money in the bank. No help to, no thanks to Peyton Royce and Billy Kay for taking out Charlotte. So I did it all by myself. By it, myself. Was it weird that some of these people will show up on the brands, but they're having a superstar shakeup next week? Yes. So it's weird to you. It is a little strange, but unless I mean, they're going to keep them on those brands that they just came out on, yeah. I mean, had they had they done the superstar shakeup on the Raw and SmackDown after Mania, because that might have made a little more. sense. I also feel like even with the superstar shakeup, they're going to probably bring one or two people from NXT yeah. to the roster. And there are rumors going around as far as who is going to be brought up from NXT. Who? Uh, who? Supposedly. It's going to be uh, Sanity. That's what I was thinking. All of them? Yes. As a group. And Andrade. Mm, no I would say Andrade to Raw mm-hmm. and Sanity to SmackDown. Yeah. Because they already have the monster. You got Bludgeon Brothers. Yep. You got AOP. Mm-hmm. And Revival. Yeah. So you don't need. Well, Bludgeon Brothers are on SmackDown. What did I say raw for? Sorry, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, you know what I mean. So we saw a triple threat match to determine the number one contender for the United States title. Sorry, I just wanted to say that's a, that's also a, good, a feel good moment for you know Eric Young mm-hmm. to finally come up to the main roster too. So yeah. So we'll see how he, he deserves does. it. If he does, in fact, get called up. Uh, so we saw Randy Orton defeat Bobby Roode and Rusev to become the number one contender for the United States title. So he's going to be facing Jinder Mahal. Did you uh, watch Jinder like, smile the whole time whenever yeah. they're panning to him? <laughs> uh, that led us into the uh, the main event of the evening. Daniel Bryan going up against AJ Styles. Oh, what a dream match. Oh, if this would have been a uh, dream boat. It, if this had been a pay-per-view match, I'm hoping that it would have gone a lot longer. But, you know, it was SmackDown. And there's also talks of maybe moving AJ Styles over to Raw. So... With Shinsuke? No. I thought they were... Continue. I mean, there was rumor. It's not, Nothing's confirmed as far as what's going to happen. Keep AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and Shinsuke together so we can have a triple threat. Yes. But, uh, but you know, the rumor was that the, this was to have the dream match before one of them goes back over to raw or something like that so uh but the match ends in a disqualification after shinsuke nakamura attacks daniel bryan and then attacks aj styles and laughs his way shit stain nakamura that's inappropriate sir you shouldn't be saying that hey that's that's noah's words not mine that's just mean that was no that's what he thought the name was when he first heard of shinsuke noah thought it was shit stain (laughs) it's terrible i know uh okay so that pretty much does it for Raw and SmackDown and NXT and WrestleMania, but we still have more of this show to go. My yes. God, we've got some hot topics to, to talk about. Hot we already uh, we already talked about uh, this one in particular. Um, so we we mentioned that Brock Lesnar has uh, signed a new deal, supposedly uh, a multi year deal that will allow him to compete for UFC at the same time. 
So he's going to be appearing on WWE programming as well as UFC. But uh, regardless well, of... Well, I knew that he was under contract with WWE, but also I saw some press conference with Dana White and says, oh yeah, well, Brock Lesnar is still under contract mm-hmm. for us because he has like two or three fights still with us. Yeah, and he also has a suspension that he has to go through before he can even fight. So I thought he's passed the suspension. Because he's not with the UFC at the moment. So like he needs to be training, and then once he starts training for the UFC fight, then he goes on suspension, which is weird. It's like, well, he could have been doing this this whole time and gotten rid of it. I don't know. Weird. How does this work? I I do not know. But while we're on the topic of UFC, did you see uh, um, Conor McGregor and what happened with him at the media day? I wonder why he did do that. Just, I don't know. He just ruined his, his career. That's all I know. You can't throw a dolly through a bus and expect not to be punished. So, mm-hmm. stripped of the title. Punched a, a guard. Arrest, arrest warrant sent out for, his, for him. So... That sucks. People are suing him. Yeah. Um, and speaking of uh, ruining careers, over the course of the week, over at WrestleCon, uh, Alberto <laughs> El Patron was expected to appear at the uh, uh, Impact versus Lucha Underground sucks, showing. Dude. He didn't show, claiming he wasn't feeling well, but a video surfaced that uh, he was drunk. You saw it? I didn't see it, but the video is out there. For you to check it out. Uh, real quick, Edgar says, Good night, guys. Awesome podcast. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. Good night, Edgar. We certainly appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, Alberto El Patron was fired immediately, effective immediately. Impact severed ties with Alberto El Patron after no showing an event in New Orleans, which threw a kink into a, a main event for a pay per view coming up, which had to be rewritten at the last moment. So, that sucks. I mean, he was supposed to go up against Austin Aries. So that would have been a fine match, but, you know, he did it to himself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, He's superstar also done stuff like that before, too. Yeah. The superstar shakeup is going to be taking place over Raw and SmackDown next week, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, the WWE 24 released Raw 25 uh, after WWE Monday Night Raw. WWE 24 releases Raw 25. On the 26th. Also, yeah, on the 26th. Uh, did you get to catch this one? Did you no. watch it? Okay. Um, from all the complaints that I saw about Raw 25, they certainly didn't focus any of that negativity in this documentary. Uh, they tried to, you know, show the highlights and all the great stuff that went on beforehand. Uh, but I was just sitting there going, man, there were so many people complaining about Raw 25, about how there there were chants of we want refunds and we want refunds, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but that ended up airing on, so you can go on the uh, network and check that out. Something you can't check out on the network was what aired uh, Tuesday night, uh, the HBO's Andre the Giant documentary. Did and you watch I, it? I did watch it, and it was great. I love sad. It. it was very sad because you you think about this man's life, how big he was. Like I complain a lot because I'm a big guy. I'm, I mean, we're both six two, but I'm larger in size uh and for me to be uncomfortable in certain situations i can't imagine being seven feet tall and over 400 pounds having to sit in a plane having Ugh. to sit in a car in a bus whatever the situation like the the stuff that he had to go through in his life is unbearable like there's no way someone when did he pass away it. um 93 i think he was like 
44, 45. Like, he was in his 40s. Holy shit. Um, and he was apparently in a lot of pain, and he refused uh. medical service and all that. Like, it, the, the documentary tells all of it. And, um, I mean, there were a lot of uh, a lot of speakers that, that talked on it, and it was, uh, it was really sad because he was such an, uh, you know, amazing person. So, uh, and they talked about how, how, you know, he really was a gentle giant. Like he just wanted his, he wanted peace and he wanted to be by himself. But, you know, when you're in New York, you can't hide anywhere being as big as he is. Like, you know, uh, wrestlers can easily put a mask on when they're wrestling, but then they can take it off and walk and go to a movie. Well, he's seven feet tall and four and you can't can't avoid him. him. So, um, it was kind of sad. It was sad to watch. So, uh, but if you have the opportunity, I highly recommend checking it out. It's the HBO uh, documentary on Andre the Giant. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, over the course of the week, uh, they had the uh, Supercard of Honor. Uh, I know Ring of Honor apologized. They had some technical issues during the uh, during the broadcast. But uh, the main event saw Cody going up against Kenny Omega. Cody ended up getting the victory after the Young Bucks tried to super kick Cody, but they got Kenny instead. Wow. So I know you follow the B Elite uh, YouTube channel. Uh, and, lately I haven't, but yeah. I, I did. So um, hopefully we can get caught up on everything that's going on in the world of the bullet club right now are they trying to split them bullet up club or? red and <laughs> you know regular bullet club, bullet club cody wolf pack yeah so um so yeah and we already talked about uh, undertaker gonna be going up against rusev at the uh too sweet too fucking sweet Sweets. um so we talked about that jerry lawler he hosted uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony. He also hosted, uh, uh, or he was also commentating on a match uh, during the kickoff show. Turns out he had a stroke two weeks prior to this. Holy moly. He had a stroke. Um, wasn't feeling well, but then he said he woke up and felt 100%, so he didn't bother telling anybody because he felt he was okay. So uh, I don't know if it was during WrestleMania weekend mm-hmm. or a few days before, but there was a match. It was supposed to be like Jerry Lawler versus Joey Ryan. Yeah, he shot like a fireball at Joey Ron's crotch. Yes, or, or his dick <laughs> at his gener- genital area. Like, holy moly! <laughs> That's Be a, careful with that. It's a little crazy. Um, Joey Ryan's up in the ante, man. Yeah. Okay, what else can we do with well, my what? Genitals? Well, what you might not know about this is that um, Joey Ryan came out dressed as Andy Kaufman. Like, did you do you ever did you ever know about that that yeah, feud that they did? Yeah. How he had the the white. Attire mm-hmm. with the blue pants or whatever. That's how he came out, and so they did that as a throwback to whenever Jerry Lawler threw the fireball in in Andy Kaufman's eye. So that's that's what that was. Um, Dolph Ziggler making news. Apparently, he has not signed a new contract with WWE. Uh, he spoke out in a in an interview recently saying, "No, I never, I never, I don't know where everyone got that." got the story that I did but I have not signed a new contract and I am thinking about leaving and doing my own thing Ooh! so the uh, the story continues on Dolph Ziggler we thought he was just uh, becoming the yes man and doing what needed to be done do the job and go home and collect the check how old is he uh, 36 late, 37 late 30s yeah probably if you're gonna leave you need to leave now and go to the indies do it while you can yep um, before the Hall of Fame uh, Shawn Michaels made waves, um, cutting off his traditional ponytail, getting a haircut. Uh, turns out he was actually really upset at the barber 
Like, he didn't have an issue getting the haircut. He asked for it. He was upset because the barber posted photos online without really asking oh, his permission. Yeah. He asked for permission to take the photo, but he thought it was a, of a way to go, okay, check out, you know, check out what I did. Here's a before and after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he didn't know he was going to try and sell the photo and post it online. So he sold it. I don't know if he, like, sold it, but he certainly posted it, and Shawn Michaels was none too happy about that. Yeah. Um, so that that's a bit of a confrontation. While we're on that topic of confrontations, there was a video that surfaced over uh, WrestleMania week of Alicia Fox confronting Ronda Rousey's husband. Uh, it's a short video. You can check it out on WrestlingNewsForce.com. Uh, and she's sitting there calling him rude, saying, you're rude, you're rude. I wonder what happened. I do not know. But uh, during WrestleCon, this is the final bit of Hot Topic news that we have for you all. Uh, Harry Smith, uh, Davy Hart, uh, British Bulldog's son, reportedly got into a confrontation with Jake the Snake Roberts at WrestleCon and threw hot coffee in his Ooh, face. I wonder what happened there. Uh, apparently, Jake the Snake had made uh, some disparaging remarks about his father. He asked, he demanded an apology, and Jake replied with a healthy F.U. Wow. Um, Something along those lines. The uh, the story is on WrestlingNewsForce.com if you want to check it out. But uh, apparently they got into a big confrontation, and uh, it ended with Harry throwing coffee in Jake's face and storming off. Wow. So That's no crazy. no word on if uh, charges are going to be pressed, but uh, it's pretty pretty serious situation there. So, Holy crap. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much all I've got. Anything that you have? No. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. We certainly want to thank everyone for checking out the show this week. Uh, um, hopefully the audio quality is much better than it has been in the past few weeks. And uh, uh, hopefully going forward we can continue to bring you good quality sound and good content on our show. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. And uh, everyone who's watching us on Facebook Live, we certainly appreciate the Thank inputs and, uh, and the comments and questions. Uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our YouTube channel, WNS uh, Video. Uh, you can also leave it, leave it on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes uh, by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. So there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week. <laughs>